Welcome to Tech Talk, y'all. Until we get the Lombardi when we giving up, never Scratch it off your wish list, mark it on your calendar Eight-town players ever playing with no amateurs 80,000 strong and the fans all screaming I just want to dance <laughs> But welcome to Tech Talk, y'all It is time for your tech comedy podcast I'm Adam Walker And I'm Sanjay Park And I feel like dancing now There you go I don't even know, like, I feel confined Like, I well, need to groove we should explain why we played that song why they, did we play that song? That, that is a new remake of welcome to atlanta yep. by luda and jd uh, jermaine dupree yep. uh, for the falcons it was awesome yeah now I, I need to i need to download that to spotify for my ride home put there, the windows down it's there gonna you be, go it's gonna the be video epic. the video is really well done too um it, it's not I, I don't think it's as good as the original one where they're going around it's atlanta cool. in, a, in that. a bus it's cool um it's different it's but awesome. It's, it was cool. awesome. All right. So Tech Talk Y'all is a tech comedy podcast brought to you by Prototype Prime and 10 Rocket. We're also joined in studio by Shannon, who makes us sound awesome and intelligently speaks up on our behalf at certain times during the podcast. Does <laughs> that sound about right? I think that's good. Yeah, yeah. Especially okay. when we go off the rails. How's it going, Shannon? Yeah, she loops us in. Good. How are you guys doing? Yeah, we're doing good. good. We're yeah. doing great. This is. I feel great. I've had caffeine. And good. now I've listened to some amazing music. And Welcome now we're to talk about Technologies. Did you guys watch so the Falcons game last night? I did not. No. I, I, no. I have. Did, a, did we win? I have a whole gaggle no. of kids. We didn't win. And I don't. <laughs> I, it was pretty heartbreaking. Listen, <laughs> uh, listen. So, so every weeknight, I mean, you uh, have a gaggle. Of kids? Uh, yeah. So yeah, every, every weeknight I'm basically a free dad Uber driver. That's all I do. So like from 5 p.m. <laughs> until like literally nine o'clock, I'm just driving kids places. I, I got yeah. nothing else to do. Do so. you have to claim that on your taxes? I don't think Can so. Can you expense I don't make stuff? any money? Oh, I, you know, that's so. too bad. Anyway, so in this episode, we're gonna talk about uh, a little bit about Theranos. Amazon's doing some crazy stuff. Robin Hood is looking at an IPO. We're also going to talk about some court cases, an amazing Lego vehicle, a man cycling around the UK in virtual reality, a space elevator, which I'm really excited about, and all kinds of other stuff, including a screen scroll tablet thingy. So uh, let's, <laughs> that's the technical term. Screen scroll tablet a screen scroll thingy. Ta I think that's, they should really call it that. Uh, so let's go ahead and get started. This is going to be awesome. So uh, first article, Blood testing firm Theranos is going out of business. I mean, I think we've known this Come for a long time. On. Why is this even news? Yeah. Of course they're going out of business. Yeah. They never built anything that worked. I think last time we talked about them, they had just laid off a bunch of people. Well, of course they did. And I was did. like, why is anybody left? Why is there anybody left? Yeah. I don't understand. I think they're, they just gone. probably had to wrap up the leftover stuff, put they're, them in boxes, and debunked. turn off they're, the lights. They're just toast. They never produced anything that I think works. It's a, it's a shame. We were it talking is. about this before yeah. the um, before the show. You know, I, I think if their technology had actually worked, it would have oh, man. revolutionized Revolutionary. healthcare. The problem um, is you can't make all these promises that your technology does something and then the technology doesn't do it. That ever. doesn't work at all. Yeah, and it's it's a shame for Elizabeth Holmes. I don't think she's ever going to be able to raise money. I don't think so. I, I would never I give would, her money. I, I wouldn't suspect it. I mean, I would give it away to her, like 20 bucks, right? Like, here's right. 20 bucks, go get a cab or something. If yeah. they have cabs, I don't know. But I would never invest. 
Yeah. At all. I, I wouldn't invest the 20. I'd just give it to her. Yeah. Right? So, okay. That, that's right. the same as investing. It's Spe- going to go to zero. So, <laughs> all right. Speaking of uh, investing, Amazon has ordered 20,000 vans to build a delivery fleet, quadrupling its original purchase. This is pretty cool. It, this is interesting. Well, I mean, so they originally ordered, I think, 4,500 vans. Right. And the interest level has been so high, they decided to order 20,000 instead, which is kind of awesome. Um, yeah, it's, it's awesome. I, I guess I'm looking at it as the consumer side of it, uh, the recipient side of it, of okay. people delivering these packages at the house. Yeah. Um, so I'll tell you, I, you know, in the past, Amazon's been using, they use FedEx, they right. use UPS, the right. USPS, uh, and they've used LaserShip. Right. That's the one that I hate. LaserShip. LaserShip? Oh my it's God. It's got the best name of all of them though. It's, Come on. It's gotta be the most awesome one. That's the one that has the worst service. Like Laser I've had these, their people like throw packages at my door and things like that. So that's what I wonder about this. Now that said, we have been using, do you use Prime now? Oh yeah. Yeah. Prime now is awesome. So we've been using it too Love lately it. Yeah. and it's actually pretty good. And the delivery folks that come are really reasonable i mean i think i don't do see a good they job. sneak up to my front door i never know that they're there and it's like <laughs> they sneak up to the front door and like quietly set the package yeah. down and then they scurry away and then like and i realize oh man my groceries should be here and then i go look out and it's like they've been sitting there for 30 minutes i had no idea did you not don't you get a notification on your phone I don't, I don't. Do you have the so. Amazon app or the Prime Now I, app? I, I do have the Amazon app. I don't have the Prime Now app, and I don't. I don't app. like notifications on my phone. Oh, I see, usually, I usually turn. So all we of them actually off. caught the Prime Now delivery guy this morning. Okay. Uh, because we both got a notification that it's being delivered right now. We opened the door. Open the door like real fast. Like ha ha! <laughs> like that was it. Just like that. Please tell me it was like that. No. Well. We opened the door. I think it was a little surprised that we opened the door because he didn't ring the bell. He didn't knock or anything. So you freaked out the Prime Now guys. what I heard bit. you say. A little bit. I love that. Yeah. That's a new game. We're going to do that every time. <laughs> the goal, listeners, is to order from Prime Now and then open up the door strategically at the perfect moment when they set the package down and go, ha-ha! And but here's happens. the thing. you got to make sure, like us, uh, we had eggs in the delivery yeah, day. You don't want them to drop it. Make it's sure they the don't ground. drop the eggs. It's going to be on yeah. the ground first. Yeah, because yeah. it's, it's, that's bad. It's a timing thing, people. It's a timing thing. Okay, so I think it's cool that Amazon is kind of trying to expedite and improve that last leg because they're trying to make delivery seamless. Yep. And I, I think and they bought some planes really too, cool. right? I, I think, think they, so. They bought some planes for. Listen, delivery, if you're the so. most valuable company on earth, why not? They Are just they hit. Valuable? They just hit a trillion dollars. So okay, not the most second most second, valuable. Second right most after valuable. Apple. Okay, right. Yeah, you know, I mean, you know, whatever. I like them both. It's cool. What up? They okay. haven't been around as long as Apple. That's so they true. got there so quicker. They, got, they can. They can move faster. Yeah. All right. So speaking uh of. Companies that are growing, I guess we'll talk about one that's not. Uh, if you're still using <laughs> Yahoo email, it's still spying on you. So you should know that. People use it all the time. I Is still Yahoo see people email with Yahoo a thing? email. I, now, I still see people from time to time with AOL email addresses. And I'm looking at that going, <laughs> if you're a business person and you're using AOL, like just please stop right now. Just don't do yeah. it. You know, I, I see people here in Atlanta that still hold on to their MindSpring email addresses. No. Because, well, no, no. I, I think that's for them, it's a badge of honor because MindSpring was one of the first ISPs here in Atlanta yeah, way back that. in the day. Yeah, I, right? I, I get that. Charles is a good guy. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. But I don't I don't know why I would keep go, paying man. for that. No. Right? No, you got to let that go. A- AOL and Yahoo, I guess you don't have to pay for it necessarily. No, but you but, shouldn't have an AOL. But you shouldn't have account. those. No. And honestly, you, no. I, I kind of believe you shouldn't even have Gmail. You should have your own domain. Yeah. And and use a domain. My, 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 one of my business email. partners has has done that now. He's like, you know what? I'm kind of tired of Google spying on me. I'm getting out of Gmail. I'm doing my own domain. I'm like, that's cool. But I'm gonna let him keep spying on me. I I, I actually yeah, still now. use Gmail. 
but I just have my own domain. Oh, okay. So you have more control over it. Yeah. So if I ever decide that I want to move away from Gmail, I can. Seamlessly, right? Yeah. Yeah, I don't have to tell everybody, yeah, this is my new email address. I kind of feel like it'd be fun to tell everybody this new email address. I'd get rid of like a lot of stuff, you know? So it'd be cool. All right. uh, Next one. Robinhood is aiming at an IPO. Now, you like Robinhood. And, and is Mary Band of Men? I I like Robin Hood. Yeah, I use Robin Hood on a regular basis. Yeah. I've got I've, I don't is, have much is, invested. Is there, Robin Hood your main investment vehicle, or do you have it elsewhere? Uh, for stocks, yeah. I mean, okay. I like I've got Coinbase, so I, you know, for for crypto, for but crypto, for yeah, the, for just a little bit of I don't have okay. very much at all. I've got Robin Hood as, as primary for stocks. I do have Stockpile that I did recommend on the oh, show yeah, for, with for the my kids. son. Yeah. yeah, and Stockpile is really cool because it does uh, fractional investing, whereas Robin Hood right. will not. But uh, but I think Robin is great. Honestly. Yeah. Yeah. So I, yeah, I use Robinhood, but I've got my traditional brokerage that I've had for, you know, 20 years. Well, it's right. not traditional. It's the Meritrade. Right. Um, I, I think when you Rob- say traditional, you mean old school. I think that's what old, you Older say. school, right? <laughs> I mean, it, this is not uh, like Charles Schwab no, where okay. I got to go into the far. office and talk to, to the broker. And put your thumbprint down, yeah, you know, that sort of thing. And they have to put the. You have to uh, wear a suit because <laughs> why would you not wear a suit when you, you go to talk a to a stockbroker? And, yeah. and he is the one that types into the computer right. the order. Why would you type an order and in like a sucker when you can have somebody else wearing a suit do it for you? And then it comes out on the ticker tape yes. that the trade has been executed. I yeah. feel like we should That's do that school. and make a video. Like that would be great. Like this is ticker. Hey kids, this is how you go trade stocks. And we're gonna <laughs> we're like walk through with like a GoPro camera. Do, you know, do you have to talk like that? Yes, trade. And then and then after we do that, we walk out of the the stock trading organization doors, and then I'll pull up Robinhood and be like, boop, I boop. just bought this, suckers. All there right, you go. <laughs> So Are free you? advertisement for Robin Hood. <laughs> <Yeah>, basically. <laughs> <laughs> Juxtaposing the old position with the Are, are you yeah. using Robin Hood for crypto as well or just stocks? I'm trying to. This it's not available to me yet. I'm on oh, the, it's I'm not? On the yeah. quote list. Oh, I'm I'm already in. What? Really? Yeah. Now I'm, yeah. angry. I now I'm, on, I'm angry. I've been on the list for so long. Yeah, me yeah. too. I've been on there forever. Oh, I used yeah. to log in every day and I'm like, oh, still no crypto. So the problem I've got with the Robin Hood implementation of crypto is that you can't transfer crypto in. Oh uh, yeah. You yeah. you can only you can only buy and sell buy and sell yeah. you can't transfer in or out I, I'm, a, I'm kind of okay with that I, I mean to a degree but my if, problem if is I've got crypto it, elsewhere well if you're and using so, it just for investment right but know, if you're going to use uh, crypto and then you're going to convert and you're going to go to Bittrex and you do all this other stuff right you don't want to use Robinhood anyway you yeah. want to use something else I guess that's true something that's more versatile yeah right all right so radical open access plan could spell end to journal subscriptions I think this is a really cool article so uh, walk me through this so uh, some of these big funders, and I think they represent some large portion of, of research dollars. Seem to. Um, yeah. And I forgot what the number exactly is, but it's like billions of dollars of research grants, has said that now with their next upcoming cycle, uh, the minute that your uh, paper is published, if you get funding from them, it has to be freely available to everyone. Not Everybody. behind a paywall, not right. behind anything. So it's basically what they're doing is they're forcing the idea of open access to research. Uh, and yeah. if it's funded by other people's money, then it should be right. Absolutely. This is not research that's done by your company. That's internal research. Not internal or R&D, anything. right. This, this is, is academic like academic research, research right. right? And kind of the reason why we have academics doing research is to improve society. Yeah. And society doesn't improve faster if that research and the results of it are hidden 
and only available to people with money. Well, it's free and open information. Exactly. And I, I, think, I think, and I think it should be free. Which is and open really what the internet is too, well, right? Well, it's about it's, access to information. Well, I mean, it's kind of open sourcing academia in a sense, right? I mean, we, you know, like I, my company is big on WordPress, which is an open source, you know, web platform software. And one of the reasons that WordPress powers, I think, like 24, 26% of the internet is that it's open source. It's free. It's available. You can take it. You can build on it. You can, you can, you know, iterate on it. And we should be able to. Exactly. It's fantastic. So the whole ship rises when we're able to release things like this for free. Right. And rather than being stuck behind a paywall somewhere. Exactly. And yeah. making somebody else money. We don't want to do holding that. Holding back society. Right. We, so. we, we, need, we need open flow of information. Yeah. There, there are some things that, hey, look, if you if you put your own money into it, then, yeah, you should be able to control That's what right. it is. But if it's public money, if it's grants or something like that, and these folks are spending, obviously, a lot of money right. on this kind of stuff. Yeah, it should be available. They kind of get to dictate the rules. Absolutely. So totally I, I, I think there's some people that are upset with it, and I think those people yeah, are the, the ones people that— people making the money off the papers the money. that are upset with it. Yeah, but— if you have an issue with it, then you should be the ones funding the research. Or change your model. Or right? change your model. Figure out another way to make money. Right. Or just go do something. Go get a job. Yeah. Like, get could work, too. Honestly, if, if you've got a paywall, if you want to sell that paywall, then you should be paying for the content for that paywall. Right. Absolutely. You know, just like what a lot of these uh, news sites do. Right. There's yeah. a reason why the Wall Street Journal they pay for their writers and exactly. then they hide it behind a paywall. And I don't pay for any of that because I, I'm not going to read that. But junk. there's a lot of people that do. I know. And, it, and it's well written. A lot of it because they actually have a stream of funding. I prefer I get it. poorly written free stuff. That's really my that's <laughs> my preference. I'm yeah. with you. I'm, I'm a cheap I like, guy. I like poorly written free stuff and just and just outright fake news. Like that's really like you know, I'm just going to consume all that craziness. That's you're, I like the you're onion. all you're yeah. all for the fake I'm news. I'm just going to read the onion all the time and just assume it's all real. <laughs> oh, that that fake news. That, yeah, that's probably pretty good fake news. It's great fake yeah. news. It's really well entertaining fake, fake news. news. It's entertaining. Listen, all fake news is entertaining fake news. I think that's how that works, yeah. right? Unfortunately, yeah. some we're people gonna, don't know that fake news we're gonna is fake keep news. Going. This episode is brought to you by TenRocket.com. We're surrounded by great ideas, many of which we once thought up ourselves. More often than not, the greatest barrier to taking action is feeling underqualified or uncertain about the next step. 10Rocket helps entrepreneurs and non-technical founders validate their idea with speed and confidence. It's not as hard as you think to get started. Join the hundreds of entrepreneurs trusting their ideas with the team at 10Rocket. They work in 10-day sprints to keep your vision on track and moving forward. Take action on your idea. Visit 10Rocket.com. That's T-E-N-R-O-C-K-E-T.com today. It's the right next step. Okay, so um, yeah, Labor Board backs engineers who were fired for unionizing. So this is from a startup. From a startup, yeah. And, That's when, important. And by engineers, we're talking software engineers. Software engineers. Because yeah. when, I, when I hear engineers, like I don't, I don't, I didn't. Not running mind. the train. Yeah, they're not. <laughs> not that kind of engineer. <laughs> No. Yes, that's what I was immediately thinking. Yeah. Like, I'm thinking, whoop, whoop. you know, like that's that's where my mind goes when you say engineers. No, that's not where my. That's mind why goes, I said that. I knew no. that's where you were thinking. Yeah, clearly, because right, I know yeah. you play with the model trains at home. I mean, with why, all the kids. Why would I not? Yeah. you know, I've got model trains, and they do get broken out around Christmas time, and it's cool. Yeah, uh, yeah, but so this is kind of interesting. So the startup. I like how you hedge that. It's only around Christmas it's time. We all know the truth. Today, uh, so um, <laughs> so labor, uh, it, so the startup fires the engineers because they tried to unionize, and the labor board says, "Nope, can't do, yeah. can't do that." Yeah, yeah. So that's illegal to fire people because they're trying to unionize. Uh, and apparently, the company was planning on firing a bunch of uh, lower-level women uh, that were from coding, software development boot camps, 
Um, and so I think it was to save money and, and for whatever. Right. Uh, and it wasn't performance. It wasn't anything else like that. And a bunch of these developers said, you know, we need to unionize to protect all of us. Right. Um, which is kind of the point. What's interesting is, is that unions haven't really made a big foray into professional jobs right. um, up to now. There are a few that have unions, but, but very, very rare think about it. Yeah. Uh, like this. And, and especially in startups, right. you generally don't see this because, I mean, you're compensated okay, but really the reason why you're at a startup is for the upside um, for stock and everything else like that. Right. Unionizing has a potential of costing that company, that startup, more money, right. which is going to lessen the chances of success and, and everybody benefiting. Right. Um, not that I'm saying unionizing is wrong. I'm not saying unionizing is good. It's just, of it. it's just it, you know, that's, I think, the reason why some of this hasn't happened in the past. Right. Um, but it's interesting. I think, you know, if you look at the details of this story, the reason why they were doing it is actually a really good reason. Right. Um, I mean, we should be looking out for each other. And honestly, though, looking at what they this startup was doing, what management was doing, I, they should all just leave uh, and not be... <laughs> In that that's kind of environment. That's not where you want to go anyway. Yeah. Right? I mean, that's uh, yeah, not a place that I'd say true. you should it's go It's not work. a friendly job environment. Yeah. Right. Not like, not like hanging out at a prototype prime or anything. There so, you go. Clearly. Right? Or, or right. being part of the tech talk y'all. Yeah. Policy. I mean, clearly. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> of course we don't pay anybody. So. Well, you know, there's that. Your dad right. does it. Yeah. <laughs> just make sure we know that. So your dad doesn't be like, Hey, where's my paycheck? Hey, where's that money? Uh, all right. Next, uh, <laughs> next story. U.S. Court of Appeals says an IP address isn't enough to identify a pirate. This I could have told you that. Well, of course, you, you're the IP guru, man. Of course, you can tell me that. Yeah. Tell me why. So, you know, for the listeners that don't know, way back in the day, uh, my first startup, Digital Envoy, was around telling where somebody is geographically based on an IP address. So I, right. I invented that technology. Uh, we raised money. A lot of sites, if you get ads targeted to you based on your location online, more than likely that's my stuff. Use Facebook. It's the same technology. We're gonna get Netflix hate mail now. Thanks for telling I know. us. But here's the Appreciate thing. Mm -hmm. Exactly what this ruling says is that an IP address doesn't necessarily mean it's the person. It doesn't mean Correct. it's the owner of that device or anything else. So in this case in particular, this person was running an open Wi-Fi network. Right. So anybody could have actually just logged in and done what it is that they say that this person did. Right. Um, and they have no way to know. And you have any, no way to any know. Any device could have logged. I mean, right. you can go like park on the street in front of some guy's house that right. has an open network work log on download some illegal stuff and they're right. gonna blame you for it so but it was a guy in the car in the front of my house exactly what you do? You know, so I, this ruling is actually really important for another reason too in the past we've seen raids that have happened around uh downloading of illegal content pornography child porn things like that right where it could have been somebody else right i mean you think about it somebody comes to your house and they ask you for your wi-fi password to get onto your network their machine, they might not be doing it, but their machine might have been compromised, might true. have malware on it, yeah. might be downloading these things, and then you get knocked from the That's FBI or, or whoever takes you to jail for downloading this stuff, and it or, wasn't you. Or they come back three days later, and you don't know it because they're sitting outside your house. But right. you have your Wi-Fi password. Exactly. I mean, how many hundreds of people have your Wi-Fi password? Exactly. It's, like, it, it's a shocking number, really. It is, right? And, 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 honestly, and, and how many of you that are listening to this change your Wi-Fi password? Never. Regularly. You Never. don't do it. No, I don't. I Be don't honest, do it. people. I, I will yeah. say this, though. I do have the device circled by Disney that does prevent a whole lot of stuff from me. Like, you're not yep. going to get to a BitTorrent site on my Wi-Fi. Right. So I, I've got I've got some what protections if I, in place Well, there. if I VPN out, then Okay, if you VPN be, out, yeah, it wouldn't be wouldn't my IP matter. address. Yeah. So I'm still good to go. Yeah, so you're, good so to you're go. still yeah. in trouble. <laughs> so, boom. <laughs> there you go. All right, all right, all right. See, all when right. you throw it out in gauntlet like that, I'm always obviously You're always, always going to figure angle. out like what's the angle. How can I hose can I Adam? 
<laughs> That's then, basically my goal. Is the downside of this that it's easier for people to get away with yes, illegal stuff? I think so. Hey, I mean, it could be. Yeah. Um, but, but I think, you I know, think we also to, live in a country where innocent until proven guilty. Exactly. That's what I was saying. Where, yeah. Whereas this has been used with, you know, pornography and child porn, all, like all these things. You know, hey, it's your IP address, so you're guilty until you can prove yourself innocent. Right. And it's almost impossible to prove yourself innocent. Yeah. Like, nobody keeps logs of who was using their what, Wi-Fi, when, when and right. and There's no way. devices. Like, nobody right. does that. Yeah. So. I'm telling you, Circle you, by you, Disney. You, Circle by Disney? Circle by Disney. Yeah. I'm just saying. It's awesome. All right. There you go. BBC uh, says Norway has a plan for a fleet of electric planes. And this article is really fascinating. So, for one... They start by talking about these two guys. They go up for a flight in a little two-man yeah. electric plane. It's kind of cool. But then, I mean, their goal is to get to, you know, having, like, planes for, like, 20 or 30 people that are all electric. Yep. Which is kind of awesome. Yep. And By the way, I want a fleet of something. I, I don't have a fleet of anything. I want a fleet of something someday. I, I could help you with that. Yeah, yeah uh, like we'll go get toy we'll trucks. Go, yeah, we'll go get some Legos, man. We yeah. can make, get you like a. We'll fl- talk about Legos in a minute. Trucks. We'll talk about Legos in yeah, a minute. I know. Yeah. I'm just trying to. I'm trying to segue. Here, here's the. <laughs> well, I want to say the, the interesting thing about the electric planes is yeah. uh, in this article they talk about um, the fact that a it'll be quieter. Oh, insanely right? quieter. So like, think about that. Like eerie. Like yeah. Like eerie quiet. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like kind of. Fr- it would like be freaking me out the first time. Which you I go wonder. Up there, honestly. Which I also wonder. Then is there going to be a bigger problem with like birds? Because they're not going to fly away from the noise. Um, you know, that's the problem we have with windmills as yeah, well. Birds flying so. to that because they're big and giant and right. silent and silent deadly. And deadly. Yeah. But the other thing that was interesting is that the runways could be shorter then. Yeah, because you get torque immediately. Like you're right. going. You don't have to build up thrust. No, as you're running down the runway. Think about how much you could like mess with your passengers doing that. Like four your seats, people. You know, like you're just gone. Yeah. Like, you're just, boom. Off. But if but if you think about uh like airport design and things like that, can change this could radically change because mm-hmm. of electric. Well, and you jets. can get into more remote locations too, because you've got Absolutely. again you've got these shorter runways. Yep. So there there are areas that you just cannot fly to right now. But if you can have a much shorter runway, Ooh. you can fly to them. Now. I wonder if you could have mini aircraft carriers then, right? Because then that runway could be a lot shorter. Oh, now that's a cool right? idea. Hmm. I like that a lot. That's a next generation Mini aircraft carrier. Yeah, next generation aircraft carrier. Aircraft carrier for aircraft carriers. So carry the aircrafts. <laughs> How cool would that yeah. be? Yeah. I, you know what I want is the one from uh, the Marvel shows where it's the the big flying you know, the, That's aircraft. what I was just thinking yeah, of. That's yes. what I want. I want one of those. I want too. one of those. Speaking of wanting one of those, Mercedes has unveiled its first Tesla rival. Uh, now Mercedes has come out is coming out with a car. I think Jaguar is coming out with an electric car. I believe. Yep. Uh, uh, Porsche all, is also all of them out. are and and they're all in this same like 70,000 to 90,000 sort of range so yep. they're all like this kind of super expensive yeah sort of cars I, I don't know I mean I get it you do but, get a you do get a federal credit tax credit on buying it it's not enough man yeah it, it's not, not for that like Five, six thousand dollars yeah okay Which, I mean, so instead helps. of eighty thousand it's seventy five thousand like low ah, 70s then yeah come on man that's not that's not <laughs> helping me out enough you know i think you're saving the environment well i like the saving the environment part and yeah. i think this is smart because i mean obviously we're gonna go the route of electric cars we're going to electric think, planes we're going yeah. to electric cars it's yeah. inevitable yeah they've got to do this but they've got to i mean at what point are they are these cars going to get like realistic? Like that's what I want to know, right? Because yeah. I mean, like we got the Tesla, what the Model X that's supposed to sort of be getting in into the realistic range, right? 
But it's still well, not there. The Model X is still like $110,000. Okay, not the Model X. Not the, what, what's the one I was thinking of? The, the Model 3. The Model 3. Thank yeah. you. The, but, uh, but isn't it still $30,000? Well, the base is like thirty to forty, but when you actually add all the features in that makes a Tesla a Tesla, yeah. it's like sixty, I think. Yeah, so fifty sixty. So, so that that still costs, let's see, about uh forty thousand more than I would ever dream of paying. Yeah. Like I mean most people spend five thousand more. Twenty to thirty, I think, is what the, the normal yeah, price that's is. Still right? out of, that's still out of my Is, is that what you blood. would think of, Shannon, to spend on a car twenty to thirty? Is that I don't know. I'm early stage startup. I'm like, I'm just going to take the bus. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> You're like $8. She's got a bike. $8. She's got, a, she's got an old bike from yeah. a thrift store. And I don't uh, buy cars just, that often. So I, yeah, I mean, yeah. I just like, I'm, I'm still the, I'm going to always buy a cheap or a cheaper used car. That's right. still nice. Like my car looks nice. So you do the used car thing. You don't always. do the new car. Really? Always do the used I car. I only thing. do the new car thing. See, I only do the used car. Thing. See, my Is first. Is that because it just depreciates so quickly? It depreciates so quickly, and honestly, my budget's never high enough to do the new yeah. car thing. But if you hold on to it, so my first car out of college uh, was a '96 Forerunner. Right. I drove it till 2015 when I got massively rear-ended. I, I can see that. And, and 19 I think, years. I think in that scenario, it probably uh, well, makes well, sense. But yeah. there are very few people with that level of discipline. They're going to say, I'm going to buy this brand new car and I'm going to drive it till the wheels fall off. So I, I appreciate gotta, that you said that it's discipline versus me just being like, ah, eh, it's good enough. It gets me around. No, I think it, I it think wasn't it's, discipline. I think, really. true, I think it's discipline. You think? Okay, but, maybe. No, because I'll take you're, discipline. you're intentionally deciding that you're not trying to keep up with everybody else. You're not having to, you don't have to have Apple car kit or whatever. Oh, that's else. True. Like, you don't have to deal. You just have what you got. Yeah. It gets you from A to B. Yeah. And you're good to go. I, I'll tell you that uh, in stepping up to a new car, I've been amazed by the technology y'all have been oh, driving around un, for years. Unreal. Right. Unreal. I've, I've been using the little cassette deck adapter yeah, to the yeah. Oh, yeah, wire yeah. to oh, plug yeah. into my phone so I can listen to podcasts in the car. Yeah. For like a good 10 years. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I bought like four of those because they went bad over time. Of course. The Sony cassette. You can still buy them on oh, yeah. Amazon. Um, I'm amazed by all the Bluetooth and fanciness and the wireless and the doodads that you all have. I don't even have, have right. an aux cord in my car. I, I do have an aux cord. <laughs> you don't even have one. I, no. I do have an aux cord and it, it, it works well. So I, I, I have yeah. the CD loader in my trunk where you can load like six CDs. Nice. Yeah. I used to have those. Those were awesome. Yeah. So I did splurge when I bought this 96 Forerunner and I got the three CD changer right in the dash. Yeah, you did. Uh, yeah, it was uh, until it broke. Uh, amazing. And then I was like, well, whatever now. All right. So speaking of amazing cars, we got to get into Weird and Wacky. Weird and Wacky. Time for the Weird and Wacky segment. Abominable snowman is not an axe murderer. One of the TAs turned out to be a bot. This is going to be awesome. So Lego built, and I'm going to, I'm going to mispronounce this. Lego built a Bugatti Chiron, Chiron, whatever. Chiron. The, Chiron. I think, I think it's Chiron. Chiron. I'm going to go Chiron. with Chiron. You're Chiron. definitely right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they built one that actually drives out of Legos. Now, this is a car that is a, a full-size car. And if you look at it right next to the the Chiron, like the Lego version and the actual version, it's they're almost identical. It's a little eerie. And it actually drives based on Lego motors. The only thing in it that's really not Lego yeah. is the frame because it's so heavy. Yeah. So the car is 90% Lego. 90%. And it drives 30 miles an hour so, with Lego motors. I was looking at this thing when they started the video. I thought, okay, well, 
they must have used a real engine and then built the Legos all around it. Definitely not. Nope. Nope. It's, it's all, all these Legos. little tiny Lego yep. motors. The steering wheel is Lego. Everything. Everything is Lego. So you know who I know that, I, I don't know him personally, but I know that has a Bugatti around here. Um, and I've heard folks that live over by him uh, that see this Bugatti at places like, oh, Steak and Shake, is T-Pain. Really? Who lives here in Atlanta. Nice. Drives around to a Bugatti. Nice. And will go to Steak and Shake in his Bugatti. Yeah, I mean, why, Which is like a $160,000 car I mean, or something like on, that. Yeah, why yeah. not? No big deal. To go, you know, get, get a shake. Listen, steak there's and people shake. that own these kinds of cars, man. Yeah. I mean, listen, it's not that big of a step up from the $80,000 Teslas. And I mean, honestly. Like, to go, you know, just double down yeah, and go one sixty. Yeah, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. if you're going to go 100000 on a Tesla, just double down. You just, <laughs> like, just get a Lamborghini <laughs> at that point. Why not? <laughs> You know, what are we even doing? Why are we even here? You know, that would actually be an awesome next step for these Lego builders is do a Lamborghini with the pivot doors in Legos. (laughs) Like, I would love to see that. No doubt. That would be amazing. All right. Man cycling around the UK in virtual reality using Google Street View. I got to ask first, did you watch the video of this? I didn't because the explanation was he's just clicking around. No, he's not clicking around. It somehow strings all the clicks together as he's cycling and in the VR, oh, it actually it actually okay. looks like he's moving through the streets, but oh. it's very disjointed. It kind of jumps right. It actually gave me a little motion sickness after a couple minutes. See, I, I, I just like, kind of, I guess I read it quickly and I thought he was just clicking through. No, he's And I was somehow, like, that's boring. No, he somehow got it hooked up to a cycle and it's like he's cycling through the countryside and he can like look well, around cool. and see all the views. It is, it's sort of cool, but at the same time, it's like very disjointed. And again, I mean, it kind of made me motion sick just watching it. So, I was so like, he like ah. created a outdoor version, his own outdoor version of Peloton. Yes. Right. So yeah. Using, being, but using Google Street View and VR. Using Google Street View. And I, so I presume it's free in a sense or something. It probably cost him a lot of his life. but uh, To build the thing yeah, before yeah. he started. It's free. It just cost you, you know, a big fraction of your life. So there you go. Yeah. Uh, and it's, it's kind of interesting. It's sort of fascinating. I mean, I kind of honestly feel like, like, just get on your bike and go outside, dude. Like, what are you doing? There but, you go. I'm just being a hater, I think, a little bit there. I'm not going to lie. Okay, um, next one. Now, this is fascinating, and I, I want to say this was in a movie. I don't remember what movie. I'm hoping you can help me remember what movie. I, I saw the movie, but I can't oh, remember Oh, the what space movie. elevator thing? Yeah, so Japan starts space elevator experiments. So uh, I feel like you're the one that needs to walk us through how this works, unless you want me to try and fail. I don't know that I know how this works. Okay, so really. I, I've got to— I don't gotta, really understand. I, I can't wrap idea. my head around it. So the way it the way it works, as best I understand it, is there is essentially— a satellite in space that is that is orbiting the Earth perfectly above one singular spot on the Earth, right? So it's, right. it's, mat- it's geosynchronous orbit, right? It's matched perfectly. And there is a, a cable between the two that is going to cost $9 billion. <laughs> $9 billion is the Nine. number for the, the cable. Beam. For the cable. Not to put the cable up. Yeah, not to just for the cave, just for the materials, nine billion dollars, and so it's anchored to the ground. It's anchored to the satellite that's legitimately in space, and there is a cable car. Imagine going up Stone Mountain in a cable car. There is a cable car that is taking you from Earth to the satellite. It runs about two hundred kilometers per hour, and get this, will take eight days to get there oh that's a long time that's a lot of travel to go eight days now imagine this too like you're traveling on a plane elevator thing with 
30 of your favorite people for eight days. There better be a place to pee. Well, there's got to come a place at the point in time where you're sleeping and you're like semi-weightless, right? Like imagine that for a minute. Like like you go to bed (laughs) and like there's gravity and And then then you you wake wake up up and you're you're like, like, holy crap, what what just happened? You know, like at some point you're going to hit zero. Maybe you do like what the astronauts do on the uh, space shuttle or on the ISS. You you zip yourself in. Right. I mean, that would be, yeah, that would be ideal. But like, I mean, so, I mean, and I have legitimately seen this in a movie. Now in the movie, I think the ride took like five minutes. So clearly the movie was wrong, but, but like this is kind of cool. ahead of its time. Oh, very ahead of its time. But like, this is kind of cool, right? I mean, this, this idea of being able to yeah. just take an elevator literally into space. I, I think uh, you're basically spending all the cost up front, and then all the trips are basically going to be very inexpensive. Very right? inexpensive at that point, right? Because right. you're not yeah. doing all the fuel. You're not yeah. doing all that. Um, you can have whatever materials going up all the time. All the time, yeah. Right now, you know, we're going to talk about the ISS in a minute. Right. Uh, right now, if you have a problem in the ISS, it's be like, well, we're going to get a uh, ship up to you in a couple of weeks. Yeah. Hold tight, guys. Hold on till we get there. Guys and ladies. Yeah. Yeah. Hold tight. It's going to be okay. And, well, the other thing that's interesting is I think they're talking about doing this with the ISS as, like, having, like, a separate satellite a little further away, like, as a test, like, to send packages between the ISS and whatever just to see how that works. So, it's just kind of a fascinating even thought experiment. Like, how would that even work for a cable to be that strong? I know. Yeah, I I don't understand. I would think. And and actually, if you think about it, it, I guess it depends on what that could cable is made of right because if you're going through that much of the atmosphere you're creating an opportunity for an electrical field to be generated around that cable which could cause really not good things like 30 barbecued people that are weightless in space yeah or you know the thing at the top or the thing at the bottom where the earth is well, you know, like what happens when a storm comes along and you've got a big metal cable rod. up in the thing? Like, hey, look at this big lightning rod that goes into the okay, sky. Okay, we're gonna need uh, we're gonna need eight days of clear weather for this to uh, make it up there. We got we got eight days of clear weather coming up, right, guys? <laughs> eight, eight days? Eight days? Don't put it near Seattle. We'll be okay, right? Like, I mean, I don't know. Yeah. I, I think it's I think it's really cool. All right. So speaking of the International Space Station, who caused the mysterious leak at the International Space Station? Was it sabotage? I I think uh, I think it was Blofeld from the James Bond <laughs> movies, the international villain. Okay, <laughs> trying to pull the stay station down. He's trying, he's trying to tear it up. Yeah. So all right, so so walk or, us through or top what, hat. What, what his little henchman. So the picture of this. Do thing, you know the movie I'm talking about? I do not. No, I don't. I was trying to move past Shannon, it, man. Shannon, do you know the movie I'm talking I've about? I've seen James Bond, but I don't know the villains by name. There's so it's, many James Bond movies. Come this on. is the best one though. It's from Goldfinger. Yeah, okay. Blofeld and and Top Hat, the little yeah. guy with the I, hat, I, yeah, I the razor, hat. and yeah. he throws it, and yeah. he throws yeah, his yeah. hat, and it like chops off heads of statues. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. yeah, I did see parts of it at yeah. least. Yeah. Okay. So all right, so essentially there was an air leak on the International Space Station, and they and, and whoever's in charge of the International Space tiny, Station, is like, tiny, like, air like, tiny air leak, tiny air leak, but it's important. Like tiny, and, and but they realize like, holy crap, there's air. We're losing air. This is a huge problem. Stop everything you're doing. Figure out where the air leak is. Well, they figured out where the air leak is, and apparently. It was a tiny little hole that appears to have been drilled. Two millimeter. A two millimeter, dr- I mean, which is tiny, drilled hole into this kind of like spot. And it, it was just leaking out very, very slowly over time. And so the, the question then becomes, was this sabotage or was this uh, incompetency? Well, well, it couldn't be. A, a, they said it can't be a micrometer, a micro uh, meteor, right. right? Because it looked like it was drilled out. It's a out. drill hole. So somebody did it. Right. 
So the question then is, is it sabotage or, did it? or did somebody drill it and then they tried to patch it with like glue? <laughs> Bubble that then, Yeah, well, literally, <laughs> that then popped out because of the immense pressure, right? right. Which is distinctly possible right. that this came from the factory and there was a mistake by some worker somewhere and they tried to, yep. I don't know. Or it could be that somebody's just trying to kill everybody. I don't yeah. Know. Very slowly. I don't know what to Kill everybody yeah, very, very, very slowly. Very, slowly, yeah. I mean, yeah. Because yeah. you can't, you know, once the oxygen's gone, you can't get it back. Like we space. said, there's yeah. not an elevator, I mean. To deliver oxygen. To deliver oxygen over eight days. Yeah. I'm just saying. So, so we, I don't think we know yet. I think they're investigating. I think NASA has said that they have uh, full confidence in the Russian space agency of figuring right. out what the heck happened. Yep. Uh, but I think we have, you know, the rise of international gangsters happening here well you know it's probably James Bond it, it's, it's probably type. the uh, the new uh space nation space they're, they're, they're pissed off Asgardia. About. yeah i mean yeah clearly this is from asgardia yeah, like you, they're mad because you're coming an, into our territory it, yeah like they're invaders yeah you know asgardia's got that whole satellite going for them that's the, the size of a loaf of bread loaf of bread yeah they're they're jealous because the International Space Station is obviously larger than a loaf of bread so they gotta they yeah gotta tear them up you gotta yeah it's the take asgardians them, take them down a notch. i'm telling you them and Thor. So, all right. Uh, next, scientists. You've been Thored. <laughs> scientists make a make a touch tablet that rolls and scrolls. So essentially, this is a tablet that like rolls up into a tube and then can like unroll and be used as a tablet. And I think the the prototype that I saw in the article honestly looks completely useless and stupid to yeah. me. Yeah. <laughs> but I think the point is where it could go, right? Because we've got now we're talking about I, bendable. Did screens. you say what they called it? They call it the magic scroll. Yeah, it looks I, like an etch a sketch, which is awesome. I think they need the only some branding thing, help. The I only think. thing that I could think of once I saw the name was wizards. Yeah, I mean, th th yeah, again, they they need some branding help. Clearly, right? <laughs> like that, like their their branding's a little off. It's a magic scroll, you know. But uh, but uh, but but it magic goes to leap, magic scroll. Magic, oh, maybe you use it with magic leap. There you go. Use the magic scroll leap with the magic scroll, and you get the magic wand and the magic pouch and the magic. And uh, then you play D and D. <laughs> Clearly, that's yeah. what you would do. Um, so uh, the point is that you've got bendy screens, bendy phones are coming out. There's there's coming this this technology. Why must all the things be bendy? Well, I think because they can ultimately be folded up and packaged into smaller packages and then unfolded. I mean, there there's a time coming where you and I can have something that's the size of an iPhone in our pocket that will then expand out to the size of an iPad Pro, like huge tablet. And then just fold right back up or slide back in or scroll back and roll back up or whatever and then go about our merry Is way. this something that humanity needs? Because no, already. Of course it's not. Already I see people at like school events and stuff that hold up iPads to take pictures and block <laughs> everybody's view. Listen. This people, is just asking for that to be worse. This goes into the category of there's a lot of things out there that nobody needs. And this is going to be one of but, but the, the ultimate point is that there will be a convergence, I believe, between phones and tablets. Like there, there's coming a time with this technology where you just have one device, not two. Yep. I and mean, really probably one device, not three. So no longer phone, tablet, laptop. You have one device. And I would like a laptop that I could just put in my pocket. Yeah. Wouldn't have to carry a backpack anymore. Yeah, that could work. Your pocket laptop. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think it's cool. I, yeah. I actually wouldn't mind that too. Yeah, it's 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 a starting point. But again, it's a starting point for more gadgets. So I, I just worry about the people that are going to hold it up at the at the I'm kids gonna, play and I'm gonna, can't see I'm going to try to go to your next kid's performance and see <laughs> sit right in front of you. I'll, I'll you, wear you like know, a mask. And we, like were, just, you know. we were at Buckingham Palace trying to see the changing of the guards. Uh -huh. And everybody's fine and everything. And once everything starts, there were like 8 million selfie sticks all shot up in the air. You couldn't see a thing. You know what I love is, is I love to be at events that are monumentous.
and watch all these people around me that are so concerned about getting it on video that they're actually not watching the event unfold in front of I've, them. I've thought about that too. Oh yeah. Because do any of these people actually watch the video no, afterward? No, they don't. They That's, don't. No, Where they, does all that stuff go? It goes yeah. nowhere. It is for no reason, no purpose. So for me, it's like, you know what? I'm going to intentionally leave my phone up. I want to experience this event. Yeah. yeah. I don't need a device in my hand. I'm right. good to go. Yeah. So yeah. Like, I, I want to be in that moment yeah. and appreciate that. And maybe I'll take a picture later so I can like recall yeah. that memory or Remember something. Remember that, yeah. But the memory is good enough. So I we do the video. We do that too. Like, you know, we went to like the Michael Jackson One Show by Cirque du Soleil right. in Vegas. Took a couple of pictures before the show, me, my wife, and the kids, yeah. with the logo in the background. And then That's for the show, we watched you the show. You enjoy the show. Yeah. The show was really good. You don't need to record the parts of Cirque du Soleil. It's on YouTube anyway. You don't need it. Somebody's recorded it. Somebody's already recorded it. Probably that night somebody was recording it. That's what I'm saying. You don't need to worry about it. Just watch So I have an aunt that has traveled all over the world. She's been to all seven continents, and she doesn't own a cell phone, and she doesn't own a camera. Every place she goes, she's bought a postcard, and then that's it because she said, these pictures on the postcard are better than anything that I could ever take, (laughs) and I just want to experience it and remember it. That's true. Yeah. That's true. I love that. That's great. I do love that. Yeah. All right. So now it's time for the part of our show where we get to do tech recommendations because everybody loves our tech recommendations because they're awesome so what do you got start? adam all right so this one might surprise you i am going to recommend duolingo i'm surprised <laughs> so so duolingo is an app that helps you learn a different language i'm trying to learn spanish because i took spanish in college did not do well in it did not take spanish <laughs> too in college but i'm i'm spending more and more time around hispanic people and i want to be able and even you though most of them speak latinx yes exactly right yeah and even though i even though most of them speak english not all of them, but most of them do. I would like to be able to speak to them in in their native language, and so I'd like or, or to know when they're talking about you, or that. Yeah, look at this idiot with the hat. Like I want to know. I, that's the that's the phrase I need to learn. Look at this idiot with the hat. If I can learn that, I'll probably yeah. be good to go. So I'm I'm working on that. It's just kind of a fun little side thing. Okay, just like ten minutes a day. No you, don't, you, you don't use like Google Translate when you're in that situation. No, let, let it do the I whole thing for I you. I don't because I'm trying to enjoy that moment, man. Yeah, you, know, I'm, I'm you don't want electronics to be. I want to know. I want to look at their faces as they're talking about me <laughs> in front of my face. <laughs> you you want to look at their faces <laughs> when they're like. This guy's trying to speak Spanish, but yeah. he has no clue. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. and I, I get don't. It. And I don't want Google Translate to translate how stupid I am. I right. already know how stupid I am. Yeah. I don't need Google Translate yeah. to tell me that. So. Yeah, you don't need yeah. to filter on that stupid. That's right. That's yeah. right. Yeah, pure stupid. All right, what do you got? Uh, I've got something that I let you use the other day, I, and I bought some. Did you buy some? I, I bought a hundred of them. Oh, uh, yes. you bought the big bag. I did. Yeah. So uh, my recommendation is is somewhat techy. It's for your tech products called Spruce and Co. Screen cleaning wipes. So yep. I've got a bunch of these um, in my bag, yep. and when my screen is yucky uh, and nasty, I just wipe it all up. The great thing about these wipes is that they don't leave streaks. Right. Um, I think you used yours wrong and you left some streaks. It's possible. But yeah. Usually, I don't have now, any streaks. Do you use them only on your laptop or on your phone, too? You can use, Yeah, I've used them on the phone. Okay. I don't use them on the phone as much because the phone goes in my pocket, so it, yeah. it gets rubbed in yeah. and out, so yeah, yeah. it pretty much gets clean. So what's interesting, I mean, I was I think I was reading on their website, and they're, they're doing this whole thing about, like, how your phone's as, you know, dirtier than your toilet, like that right, whole thing. Right, yeah. Which I think is probably true. I think there was even a Mythbusters about it that I believe proved it true. But, uh, so I feel like I should use it on my phone, but I'm not going to think about that. I'm only going to think about my, my screens that, I, like, yeah. iPad and, and, and laptops. Well, I, really I would messy. use, like, an antibacterial wipe then for the phone instead. Right. 
instead of because you know your your laptop screen generally is not going to get dirty, not right. like bacteria, and you don't right. touch it unless you have a touchscreen laptop. I'm just going to dump some Purell on my phone. That should work yeah. out really well. well so I think it'll be yeah. fine. What's the problem? It won't I'm fry it. Yeah, no, it'll be good. I'm just going to dunk it in Purell. Don't do I'm going to get a whole don't vat of Purell, just dunk the whole phone in there. It's going to be great. <laughs> don't listen to Adam. All right. Don't do that, mm-hmm. listeners. That's great. All right, Shannon, do you have a tech rec for us? Um, yeah, I've got Updater, which is a website and app. Their tagline's powering how Americans move. You can update your forage or mail through. USPS through this app. You can update your accounts, your utilities. You can book your movers, and um, it partners with different apartment complexes. So your apartment sends it to you, so you can do everything in one place. Nice. Does it cost any money, or is it uh... maybe for the apartment complex, but not for the end user? Oh, interesting. I like that a lot. That's really nice. It makes moving a cinch. Yeah. Yeah. Though I'm not planning on moving ever, 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 (laughs) ever again. So moves are painful, aren't they? Terrible. I moved. uh, I shouldn't say this, but I think we moved ten times in ten years at one point, and we landed where we're at now and we're like, yep, we're not moving ever again. <laughs> Never. So <laughs> we're just we're just stuck until the house falls down around me. We're stuck. So all right, uh Sanjay, how can our listeners find and connect with you? Uh you can find me on Twitter at, at Sanjay, that's S-A-N-J-A-Y, or my website, Sanjayparik.com. What about you, Adam? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at AJ Walker. You can also find my blog at AdamJWalker.com, where I blog about leadership, productivity, habit building, the insanity of having five children, go ruck events, and really anything else that happens to interest me at that time. Shannon, how about you? Um, tweet the Tech Talk Y'all Twitter um, and sign up for the Tech Talk Y'all emailing list. And speaking of Twitter, we did see the rise of a new Twitter friend dun, dun, dun. on there. And anyone that's still listening should definitely definitely check out Jimmy the AI. There may be an AI on Twitter now. Apparently, yeah. Appropriately named. It has. Jimmy. Become sentient. <laughs> Jimmy the AI. And uh, apparently is not friends with, with the bot, real Donald Trump. So yeah. <laughs> Apparently, yeah. We just found that out. We just we just found out. So that's, yeah. that's good. To, but it has better grammar. So uh, there we go. <laughs> uh, another thing, if you would, if you're still listening, rate the podcast. We would like for you to rate the podcast. Five stars, five, five stars, stars, five stars. We appreciate stars, you listening. We appreciate all the interactiveness. And until next time. Interactiveness? I think that's a word. Is that a word? I don't know. I think that needs to get out of the Miriam Webster's. I'm a problem. Yeah. Until next time, walk. Walk. <laughs> and walk! Wow. Next time, haptic. <laughs> haptic walk and mark. Mark. Let's go there. Mark and walk. Mark and walk. Dun, dun, dun.